We should do a bloopers episode where we get all the... Wait, we've probably deleted all the shit before. <laughs> no, I've already have it somewhere. Oh, okay, ready? Hi, Hi guys! guys. <laughs> it's Welcome. episode four! Woo! I wanted to say uno then for some reason. Gosh, I'm going to kick this off by saying I'm in a bad mood. Like, this setup has been... This has been worse than the one that took us four hours. Yeah, this was worse today, because I think the first one we were excited, so it didn't feel as bad, and this time it was like, come on, we just don't want to record. My mic stand broke, so I'm balancing. It's like on a, a box right now. and a scarf and the makeup bag and a scrunchie all holding it together. It's just... I've taken a picture, and we're going to post it on a story. It's, it's just oh it's one of those days where you think why why is everything still happening to me yeah and we're stressed because we're going to a wedding on saturday you should see what we look like we've got wet toenails we've got fake tan on we've got greasy hair we're in the (laughs) ugliest pajamas actually yours are cute mine not i look like mine are like psychedelic on the top and christmas on the bottom (laughs) mine is Banty on the top with Christmas on the bottom. I look like a dad that's just woken up on Christmas morning, ready to go with this vintage tea on. We look a mess. But tomorrow will be a different story. We're full really We'll do together. a before and after TikTok and we'll post it on yeah. the page so and you can see the transformation, see the, transformation <laughs> the metamorphosis. Cool. You'll never guess what of the week. You go this time because I did the last one. You'll never guess what. What? <laughs> <laughs> a woman stabbed her husband of like 20 something years three times until he died and was really proud about it yeah i don't know if anyone's seen the story but i've watched the tiktoks and i've read the news article and it's just so funny i'm actually on her team i'm on her side she was like really sorry to be a nuisance to the police like she was like i've stabbed my husband and he's bleeding out on the floor um I think I might go stab him again. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, please don't do that. Go with him, please. The police are coming. And she's like, I tried to stab him in the heart, but he hasn't got one. <laughs> she was just so, like, My, savage, but in the, in, like, the, in the best way. <laughs> but it was just the most comical way. Yeah. Because when she was like, oh, she's standing outside with the police. And this point, it's the police cam. Yeah. And she was like, oh, He's bleeding out. If there's any luck, you'll be too late. And then the woman ran out. The police was like, we need CPR and an ambulance in here. And she was like, oh, no, that's a shame. Like, she was disappointed that he wasn't dead. It was just so She funny. was. And then in the police car, she was like, and if I haven't done it properly, I'm really annoyed. Like, she... And then she switched and she's like, can I have my coat? I'm cold. <laughs> Plus this old woman. She's like 66 and her like partner was 78. Yeah. He was like premise he was abusive to her like really abusive all yeah. their marriage so she didn't just think one day oh, i'm gonna stab him like, to death because he's a prick no, emotionally and physically abusive and she said that that night whatever happened something had happened with her daughter like they'd met up and some mm. or something and something had pushed her over the edge um which i think is why like a lot of people have sympathy for her because people were saying on tiktok to be married that long obviously she's not just like it's built up it's mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's, also, it's been hard a long to time coming things like that yeah, and then married. It's been that long as well. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of emotional abuse, and I think that it finally point... just she it switched in her. Yeah. And another thing, they were saying like 
you know it's bad when prison is better than being in that marriage yeah that's where i was going i lost my train of thought so i just shut up i was like i can't think um yeah um, it, it is like 10 p.m at night she was married a really long time so she just snapped what i was gonna say was <laughs> that people were saying on tiktok why they have sympathy for her is that like she to be so like doesn't care you know what i mean like doesn't mm. care like yeah i did it you know mm. it shows that she would rather go to prison than have stayed with him another day warmth tv yeah. bed and like no man gonna touch her Ra- yeah. he raped her as yeah. well so her name's awful penelope jackson oh she was so sweet i know you know what i feel bad because i feel like we only know one side of the story and i don't he will never be able to tell it oh he did die by the way yeah someone's dead so it is sad but i think from what i've seen a the footage is really funny yeah it's just funny whatever way you like swing it it's funny and by the sounds of it and i don't support murdering your husbands if they abuse you by the way i'm just saying it's so funny and i can see why she did it but like please don't go public service announcement just don't go killing abusive husbands and boyfriends it's not worth it (laughs) it's not and then she got like tested for covid and she's like oh that's the last thing i need on top of all this (laughs) (laughs) so that's what we're finding funny not that she killed someone it's just it's her reaction it's just the way that she's so blase about the fact that she's killed someone she's like oh She's oh, literally well. like a grandma. Like she's like No, someone... she's not. My mum is like six years younger than her. No, I said to my mum, oh, she's an old lady. How she's acting. Yeah. She's act, she acts she looks like... like a little old lady, yeah. but she's not. But if you haven't seen the videos, go and see them. Read articles because... It's so funny. You'll read her de- defence because she's admitted guilty. She's pled guilty to manslaughter, yeah. but not to murder. Um, and then, you know, if you read that, you'll kind of get insight into what mm. she dealt with all those years and, and why she got to the point that she got to very interesting it's very interesting and funny if you need a good laugh it's quite funny yeah it's quite morbid isn't it actually that we're nothing getting gives us a good laugh like murder <laughs> which segues nicely into our what was it reddit story of the day yeah so we thought because it's like nearing to halloween we just do reddit stories like spooky reddit stories mm. um yes yeah, creepy creepy supernatural like I th- we've got a couple of our own stories and we thought we'd read some like supernatural stories from other people yeah um we love spooky season spooky season's my favorite yeah. i prefer it to christmas so no i wouldn't go that far <laughs> that's because you're all crimble cramble i love mrs christmas. claus and i'm more like spooky i didn't know what to say i was like what am i going with this i do love halloween though i do even though we were like, yeah, we're going to go out, we're going to have matching outfits, yeah. we're going to hit the town, and then it turns out next week and we're doing movie night instead. I feel like a lot is going on. It's too much. Too much. Work, wedding. Uh, and we're going to a, a rave in Manchester yeah. called Homo Block. The weekend after. Yeah, the weekend after. So I think it's nice to have a chill. Chill break in the Halloween. middle. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So who's going to go first? You or me? I'll go first. I don't mind. Okay. I um, need a win. Yeah, you need to go first. I need a win after today. Perk you up with a creepy Guys, story. If you love me, tell me. <laughs> Please. Give me the attention and love and reassurance. It's been a hard day. This mic stand doesn't love me. It's been a hard day, but we're, we're determined to film the film. Film the podcast. <laughs> Record the podcast. Okay. Okay, I've got one. All right, go for it. So I've got two of my own. I mean, two that I found yeah. and then one kind of of my own <laughs> i love the sound effects we do <laughs> it's more like Ooh, Ooh. rather than Ooh. 
<laughs> that sounds like a phone chime or something. Okay. I'll start by reading it. So this person says, years How ag- else are you going to start? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What did I say? I'll start by reading it. <laughs> I may start singing it. <laughs> Leave me be. I'll start by saying this. Okay. <laughs> say it. Okay. This person says, <clears throat> <clears throat> years ago in college, we were sharing... No, this is the wrong one. Sorry. I didn't want to start with that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Take two. I've got a few from my grandparents' ranch. I guess they mean scary stories. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The original house was built in the early 1800s and the graveyard from the original family is still there. When my family first bought the property, the previous owners were still living there for a few weeks until they moved. My grandpa was out riding around... I guess his horse. The 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what's he riding on? And then I realised it's the 1800s, I guess. No, it was Bill in the 1800s. Oh, I'm tired. This okay. person who's from the 1800s wrote a Reddit story. <laughs> no, this is obviously the person's grandson. No, no, but even if, the gran- even if he's in the 1800s, the grandson would be too old, surely, to write red- to do Reddit. No. 1800s? They could be in their 50s. My mum's grandparents were born in the 1800s, like 1801 my great-grandma was. Oh, shit, maybe. Eight- yeah. 18- no, 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 1901. 1901. 1901, so that's still like three oh, years ago. Okay, anyway, sorry. To continue- 1800s is 17, isn't it in like 17 something something? Okay, let's continue. Okay, sorry. Okay. I could be completely wrong. Oh. No. That's centuries. Oh. <laughs> oh. God. Bear with us, please. Sorry. Please. Okay. My grandpa was out riding around and saw a guy from a distance dressed in slacks and a white shirt suspenders. My grandpa assumed it was the previous owner, so he drove up to say hi. Drove. Drove. Technology. <laughs> okay. As he got closer, the guy walked behind a bush and seemingly disappeared into thin air. He told the previous owner about it and he asked, was he wearing a white shirt and suspenders? Apparently they've seen, seen him a lot, wandering around in the evening, almost always where my grandpa saw him too. A few months later, when I first visited, me and my cousin were playing PS2 in the living room. There you go. Confirmation. 21st century. <laughs> um playing ps2 in the living room around midnight there is a huge sliding glass door facing the backyard and barn i noticed two people walking around outside with what looks like rifles and civil war caps it looked like they were marching almost eventually they kept going into the darkness while me and my cousin were shitting ourselves in silence nothing really happened for the next few years besides footsteps and weird feelings I would hear super loud footsteps at night and assume it was someone walking into the kitchen. I got creeped out, so if someone else was awake, I would take that opportunity to go get food. When I realised no one was awake, I ran back into my room, Lamau. Fast forward to when I lived there during college. I had my own little cabin down the road and it was really creepy but cool. One night I had a friend over and we were up pretty late. We heard some footsteps on the gravel outside and then louder footsteps on the front porch. Then I saw a silhouette of someone through the window walking around. I jumped up to go make sure it wasn't some meth head. But when I walked out front, there was nobody there. And it's an open area, so there would be no place for anyone to run or hide. Safe to say, we didn't get any sleep that night. That's about all the super creepy stories I have. 
plenty of your typical paranormal things have happened over the years. This was on the Devil's Backbone in Texas, by the way. If you oh. know stories of that area, you know it's a creepy ass place. That was the shittest story I'd ever read <laughs> in my whole entire Why life. Did you pick it? It started really good with the chaps in the barn. I was picturing and his granddad riding around. <laughs> And then I was like, oh my God. And I said before, oh, I haven't read it, but it looks really good. And I wish I read it all now. It's not bad. It's just anticlimactic. Like it's not, there's not like a But climax. that is creepy, a climax. <laughs> that was really, like the creepy part though. Imagine just sitting and watching like out into the country and then like some guys marching out of the barn. No, it is creepy. I feel like old, old farms, creepy vibes. I've got a farm story. Have you heard, have, do you know that Stephen King film that's called like 1917 or something? I can't remember it. The date, but it's like based on a farm and there's like murders and stuff it's really scary no. love stuff like that I have love you seen have, King as well. have you seen the film in the tall grass no oh my gosh i watched it with one of my friends and they were like after you've watched the film you're gonna have like this icky feeling it just makes you feel icky and oh my boy does it make you feel icky you kind of leave it feeling a bit like disturbed about what you just watched and that's the kind of vibe i was getting but is it ghostly like is it got ghosts no in it's like um have you seen midsummer yeah it's kind of creepy vibes like that see i loved that film i it made hated me feel midsummer Ill after. made me feel ill i can't. i just think it was like that is very like the performances were really good but the film itself like the acting was yeah. phenomenal, but the premise and the story and all the weird like, oh uh, no, I end, can't even think about it. it. Makes me feel sick. I, like when that no spoiler alert when they're at the top of the what would you cliff. call it cliff and jump off. Yeah, that shocked me. That was, then I was like, that's when it took a turn, obviously, <laughs> and I was like, oh god. I was like, and then they had to bash the head. Heading, I can't. It didn't die. Oh no, moving on so quickly. Go read your story. Okay. Anyway, apologies from me. That was a shit story. Hopefully the one next one will be better. Yeah, no, and it's not, you know, it's still in some people might really enjoy that story. I can't finish a sentence. You can tell it's been a long day. Okay. Okay, I've got one. So this story is on a buzz it's like in a BuzzFeed article, but mm. it's from Reddit. Mm. They've compiled like creepy Reddit stories and it's called The Attic Ghost. So, I used to live in a house that was built on old farmland. I slept in a bedroom that had no door, except for the door leading up to the attic, which had a little sliding lock on it. Every single night, I'd close the door and lock it. The attic frequently had birds and such get into it, and I didn't feel like having them fly out. Except every single morning, it'd be unlocked and slightly ajar. During the night, I'd wake up and have sleep paralysis. It was pretty frequent, and I got used to it. During said sleep paralysis, a figure would open up and open up the closet and slip out. All black, sort of shadowy, and wearing what I can only describe as a farmer's hat. It would stare at me for a moment and just stare and stare and stare. Sometimes it would take a step over before turning and walking out the entrance to my bedroom, which lacked a door, but I did have some beads set up. They'd knock together. I can still hear it to this day. Mm. I had always been told I had an overactive imagination. I never spoke of it to my parents or family since they'd probably make fun of it. One summer, my cousin came to visit. She took over my room since my family thought she deserved a larger room for whatever reason. <laughs> she came down for breakfast in the morning, white as a sheet, and said I could, have my, I could have my room back. When my mother asked why, she told her that she had sleep paralysis and saw basically what I had. I had never spoken to her of this. 
Years later, once we had moved out of the house, my mother told me something. Her bedroom was on the same hallway as mine and she always slept with the door open. She told me some night she'd wake up just to see a figure pass by the bedroom quickly. I don't know if it was all a shared delusion or what, but it still scares me to this day. Oh my God. Do you know what that reminds me of? What? The Babadook. I've not seen that either. Oh, <laughs> I can't even relate with you now. It's so scary. Really? Is it a film? It's like cross, like a Dementor crossed with like a children's drawing yeah. from a book, The Babadook. And this little boy like reads this book and this creepy fucking figure like at the end like emerges out. It's terrifying. And that's all I can picture The Babadook Oh, like a as. dark shadowy creepy yeah, figure. Yeah, like living in the house and like tormenting them. I wouldn't keep quiet. I know she was like, they probably wouldn't believe me. I would be telling my dad, my mum, my sister. I'd be telling everyone. be like, I can't live here anymore. I'd be like, we're fucking moving. I've yeah. found a new house. Like, Let's go. Getting out of here. And I think um, they'd be like, okay. But don't you find it so weird when like, he, he didn't, or oh, they, I don't know their gender. Yeah. They didn't say that to anyone other than the mum like this is what I see and they just think oh yeah overactive imagination but the cousin saw the same thing and they've never had that discussion that is so weird isn't it weird like it's just so how do people explain that I know and I I often think that like I asked my dad when I used to live at home I used to be like if I told you this would you believe me and he was like oh it depends but you just don't know do you know what I mean like what if you actually experienced something so fucked up and scary and you told your parent and all they like, just didn't believe you and they just, didn't you just felt you. so alone and isolated yeah. like you're gonna i would feel like i was gonna die same and you had to just live at home in that room in every that night being terrified i'd sleep in my mum's bed i same. don't even give a shit i get scared sometimes still yeah i and i think bad's happened to i me. have the worst like sleep i have such a light sleep does that yeah 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 you hear things because yeah i wake up to every noise i never used to but when we were broken into in the old house mm-hmm. i was fast asleep and didn't hear any of it and mum yeah. was awake so the i think something in my brain gave me like insomnia because like i've struggled to sleep if i'm in the house on my own i'm terrified i'm just convinced that someone's gonna break in yeah. and if i fall asleep and don't hear it i'm gonna wake up to someone about to stab me yeah, yeah. Like, You're i'm so alert. afraid yeah and I don't think that will ever change now. No, I feel like if you, because that's like, t- like you, you were violating yeah. like your privacy and also you were just like fast asleep. It's like you'd always be on high alert. Yeah. And you always think, well, I always thought, oh, if we're broken into, they'll do it when we're not home. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that they did it when we were like home. Yeah. That's even worse. No, it is. Oh. It's scary. I think I'm going to do my story next because it leads like nice from what you said go for it my old house was 100 percent haunted this one in london yeah mum yeah. could vouch so i don't know what it was but when we first moved in i was five yeah so that was like in the early 2000s <laughs> and um i don't know there were just all these weird things that would happen so mum's ex he had a studio upstairs and one night she was lying in bed. I must have been asleep. And she heard like, I don't know. He wasn't in the room with her, like in bed asleep. He, she thought he was upstairs and could mm-hmm. hear the keyboard tapping, but no sound because he had headphones on. So you you know that tapping sound yeah. of the keyboard. But So she went up to be like, oh, when are you coming to bed? But like nobody was in there. Like no one was in there. It was pitch black. Oh my God, that's creepy. How terrifying. And not just that, like the alarm would go off in the middle of the night for no reason when we didn't set it. And, um, like we, me, mum and her ex were out and we came back for dinner. We'd literally just pulled up. We hadn't even left the car yet. And they opened the, like the people that were in the house, opened the front door to greet us. 
And they were like, oh, that's a coincidence that you knew they were, that we just got home. And they were like, didn't you ring the bell? And we were like, no, we didn't. Oh my God. I know. And I think there was another one. Oh, I don't know if it was my mum or somebody else, but they were going up the stairs and where in our house you could go up the stairs was like parallel to the door. So you could see the, not like the front door and it had two panels next to it that weren't see-through, but they were opaque. So you could kind of just see lights and shadows. Yeah. And I think mum was going up the stairs and she looked and there was literally a figure <gasps> like standing in one of the things. Oh my God, I'd shit myself. Literally shit yourself. Were you scared living there? I think I was too young to really comprehend oh, at the time. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought, I probably just thought, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But then mum did a seance upstairs on a drunken night with a Ouija board and then <gasps> everything stopped after that. Really? Yeah. My mum used to scare the living shit out of me and she said, if I find out you've ever done a Ouija board, I, you're not leaving, you're grounded for life. Oh. She was so scared of them because she had friends at school that um, they did one. She wasn't there at the time. She just heard stories. And it could be really, like, dramatised. Chinese whispers. Yeah. And... But the friend, one of the friends who was there said that they did it. And, like, books started, like, falling off of shelves Stop. and things like that. And they all said the same thing. And then they were, like, crying hysteric, like, to the person's mum whose house it was. And my mum was like, just never do it. Like, you don't... Because it's so easy to go wrong if you believe in spirits and things. I don't know how much People I believe in it. People think that it opens, like, a door to the other yeah. side. But then, like, not just the good spirits, the bad spirits yeah. get through. And she said it's fine, but you have to close it after. Mm, how do you do that? It's like you do... It's like something like the alphabet. I don't know. She went through it with me. And then I was like, oh, okay. But ever since then, I've just never done one. I'd love to go to, like, a seance or, like, you know, like a professional or get a reading or all different things or like connect to the other side like loved ones and things like that but I don't think I'd ever do anything myself much as I'd like absolutely love to talk to a spirit on the other side I just I don't know like I just I don't know enough it would be real and I don't want to get my hopes up and speak to someone you'd be like oh yeah your nana yeah she says she's proud of you she loves you and she misses you and like you you know, she sees what you're doing. You're yeah. doing amazing. And, and it I'd, not be real. And it not be real. I'd rather just not know and wonder than someone lie to me and maybe like just have this false. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think there are p- places that you can go because I do believe in spirits and things like that I'm to an extent. Sure. I just don't know how much I believe mm. in what. But my neighbour, I went to a barbecue like this was like two summers ago, and him and his wife. So they're both my neighbours. They had previous marriages. And he had a marriage breakdown and he went to like, what do you call them? Like when you're connecting to loved ones, but the per- who's the person that connects medium. you? Yeah, like a medium. And he went to a medium just because he was all over the place. He was contemplating getting back together with his ex-wife. He was also invited to like a friend's dinner at his friend's house like that weekend. And he was like, I'm not in the right frame of mind. And basically kind of used her as a therapist and was like, you know, I just need some guidance from someone you know, I love, I, I can't remember who it was, but like a past relative of his. And she's saying, all I can tell you is you've made the right decision. Go to this friend's dinner. Like great things are waiting mm-hmm. for you. And at that dinner, he met his wife, like his oh second wife. And they've been married for so long, like so in love, like to this day. And I think that like stories like that make me really want to go. So I feel like there are genuinely people out there that connect mm. to things that we can't. Mm. But I'd what like if- to believe it what if right that's very clever medium was like okay i'm gonna play on this 
go to this dinner and you're gonna you know great things are gonna happen so he went thinking right i'm gonna have great things at this dinner yeah. and subconsciously made it happen met this woman and thought this is my great thing so it was kind of like a mind trick she played it ended up for the best so what yeah. she did was like a real positive but it wasn't because some spirit said it was because she was playing on that and she then said- he made that choice yeah like i get i get what you're saying i think she more said go to this dinner like your rel- your dead relative is saying go to this dinner like live life you mm-hmm. know in your life in the future great things are coming like you're mm-hmm. fine do you know what i mean mm-hmm. not necessarily from that dinner oh, right. but like your life will be fine like you know what i mean i don't, i don't know i feel i hear stories of people going yeah it's completely like fake like i was bamboozled like they mm. basically said x y and z and it all turned out to be fake and not true and i've heard really amazing stories like they've told me things that only this relative that's passed would know mm. so i don't know it's tricky because i'd want to go to one but i'd want to make sure it was legit and like legit. how do you know that word of mouth reputation yeah oh <sighs> your turn my other one's basically the same, kind of a similar thing. I'll read it. Somebody feels, no, what is it? Sometimes it feels like somebody's watching me. Your turn. Go. Okay, I'm 17, at home, watching my baby sister who is 11. She's downstairs watching TV, and I was upstairs playing video games, getting ready for bed. My sister was, forward slash is, pretty awesome, and I could always trust her to go to bed at a relatively decent time. To my surprise, my mum peeked her head in my darkened room, and I cheerfully waved goodnight. I couldn't see her face, just her head poke itself into my room, look at me, and back away. About half an hour later, I go downstairs for some water, and I'm surprised again, this time by my sister, who was still watching the last of her TV show. I didn't care if she was still up, but my mother would have promptly put her to bed, as she was much stricter. She asked me if I knew when mum and dad would be home and I just immediately took her hand and took her into my car and we sat there while I called my parents who came home immediately. No doors and windows were unlocked besides the side door. I unlocked to bring my sister outside. I still wonder who or what the fuck poked its head in my room. Oh my God. That's fucking terrifying. How creepy. Oh, that gives me like, I've got chills. I don't know know why that's made me feel... Do you know what? It's because I could imagine things. I could imagine that happening. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's happened. You know, when I've been in bed and my dad's been out and he just comes and goes night. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I could imagine that and me just thinking, okay, it's dad or it's so and so. And then imagine if you woke up and were like, oh my god, they're actually not in the house. Oh my god, that is so scary. And his immediate reaction. Oh. I'm assuming it's, it could be a boy, could be a girl. Their immediate reaction was it's someone in the house, mm-hmm. like a person. And then it's like, but what's why worse? Would they, I, don't know. I would assume it was a spirit because what person breaking into your house would go, hello, I'm here. I think it could be that someone poked their head in to see if he was asleep because oh. they didn't wave. He waved or she waved and they looked in and then looked out again. Yeah. So it could be that they were checking who was asleep. But then at the same time, the sister's downstairs. Yeah. Watching see TV. spirit. Oh, that makes me feel the spirit. My dad has a story and I'm going to butcher it because it's so long ago that he told me this, but he used to live in a pub. Like his above. dad owned a pub. So yeah. he lived above a pub. And I think the pub had had a fire or something like years before. And a part of the building had burnt down and they just never replaced it. Like they kind of rebuilt it and it was just like a bit of the building was missing. Mm. But there was still a door to the outside, but it was like bolted up and there were no stairs up and down. Um, so it was, so like it was a, a second floor door that opened to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't open. Like it was just, it bolted was like shut, bolted yeah. shut, but there, you could see a door. Um, and he said that it was his room that the door was 
beside and I think someone had died in this fire mm. or someone had died in the pub previously or whatever and he said that like multiple times like sporadically through the time he lived there he'd hear knocks on the door like the door that led to nothing and he's convinced that it's the spirit of this I think it's someone he said it was a young boy around the same age he was when he lived there and he must mm. have been like 11 um yeah and he just heard knocks continuously like while he was living there not like all like the they're time trying to get out yeah, yeah yeah like it was like it wasn't like a oh it could be a branch that it's a proper like like a proper <gasps> knock that was really scary i know and then he'd wake up and be like what the fuck that is actually t- fucking terrifying scary i'm like how do you just sleep and he's like oh, i just slept there i didn't wasn't bothered i'm like oh my god even if a loved one i always say this oh i'd love to see my grandma like you know what i mean but even if i saw a loved one spirit i'd, shit I'd still be scared mm. <laughs> so not knowing like you know what i mean having that energy around oh my god it would creep me out literally i remember this isn't a scary story really it's just funny after we were broken into yeah i was like i'd struggled to get to sleep but once i was asleep i was fine but i remember being asleep one night and waking up to someone standing over my <gasps> bed like all i could see was a black figure and they were like reaching over me and i was like oh <gasps> oh my god and my mum was like oh sorry it's me oh my god and I was like I literally said what the fuck are you doing <laughs> just like oh because I had a I don't know where my ceiling was yeah. in my bedroom the, uh, we had like a top floor yeah, yeah. and where the kind of it didn't fully cover my roof that doesn't make sense basically the roof joining to the second floor above me yeah made a, like a, a leak yes. above my bed mm-hmm. Um, just because that's where the roof met and there must have been a hole we could just never solve it so it was raining that night and mum was just coming to check that it wasn't raining Aww. on me because I would have to move my bed and put a bucket there sometimes um, but yeah she was just patting the bed and around me to see if it was wet when I was asleep and I was like what the fuck are you doing you fucking know I'm terrified and you're <laughs> hovering over me in the middle of the night not saying Charlotte just tapping me it's I me, thought I was going to die me. and I woke up to this figure above me I thought I was going to die oh my god that would make me like fucking shit myself i did shit myself why did she do that mom why did you do that oh okay i'll tell you that would traumatize me i I read this one beginning to end okay good so it's a good one yeah i think if it's not we'll be angry please don't come for me in my dms (laughs) because all of the people that listen to this podcast dm me (laughs) they don't i'm just (laughs) all that all zero people that dm me every day okay Years ago, this is one I was going to start before. Yeah. Years ago in college, we were sharing ghost stories when a friend told a tale in which the parent did, as you suggested. Oh, you didn't read this, did you? What? No, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Years ago in college, we were sharing ghost stories when a friend told told a tale in which the parent did, as you suggested, was logical, eventually switched rooms with the child to find out the truth. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, right. I'm just going to sign it. Reword it. No, I'm going to cut that stupid beginning out. <laughs> I did read it, so it does make sense. So bear with me, everyone. I'm coming through eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so the full story is that when my friend's family, the parents and the two boys, moved into their new house, everything was basically hunky-dory, except for my friend's little brother, who was having trouble sleeping and insisted that his room was haunted. The parents figured it was just a symptom of the move and that he'd get over it. But as time went on, the youngest boy got more paranoid and anxious about the room and not less. Eventually, bedtime became such a hassle with this kid that the father relented and said it was this 
that this time he'd sleep in the kids' room to prove it wasn't haunted while the boy would sleep in his parents' bed with his mother. So the morning after the swap comes... See, what's wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I wish we could record these because it's the facial expressions that get to me. You might think that we're laughing over nothing, but (laughs) it's It's the look look of pure panic in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the morning after... (laughs) Sometimes I just say things in the way that makes sense to me. Yeah. Why do people type like <laughs> I'll take like creative liberties. So the morning after the swap comes and everyone's milling about getting breakfast when the dad comes downstairs and people, of course, want to know how he slept. To everyone's surprise, he says to the youngest, yeah, you're not sleeping in that room anymore, which obviously wasn't what people expected. Apparently, as my friend recounted, when his dad slept in the room, he reportedly had to sleep facing the wall because any time he slept facing out towards the room, he couldn't escape this really awful feeling that someone or something was knelt beside the bed, staring at him in the face, and that, as you can imagine, did not lend itself well to a restful sleep. Once the youngest was out of that room and settled into another, the drama over the bedtime stopped. See, it was worth it in the end, because that was fucking scary. Do you know what? That's probably what I would do. Like, you know what we said, if we had, like... If a, a spiritual incident and we wanted to tell our parents they didn't believe us i'd be like hey you sleep, sleep in, in there. my you room sleep yourself and then see how you like see what happens i'm the opposite oh, though shit. just like, my mic i'm afraid right when going to sleep if i'm ever feeling anxious like oh my god someone's in the house i'm gonna die i cannot turn my back to the door i Same. have to face into the room because if someone's gonna come in and see me like kill me i want to see them enter my room yeah, i don't yeah. want to wake up to a surprise murder stab in the back you no. know like You'd rather I, see it coming. I'd rather see it coming. So I always like face like wrapped up in my duvet like a cocoon with my head poking out, always staring at the door. Like <laughs> until eventually I'm so tired I fall asleep. Did you ever have any weird like as a kid or older, like any bedtime things that you do because you were scared? Like I used to I only ever slept with socks on, okay? Never That's really weird. No, like full length I would sleep in a hoodie and like trousers like just pajama trousers no just a hoodie and socks yeah no hoodie pajama Ick. pants <laughs> and socks because i was convinced that if i had like exposed skin like something would Ew. eat me that's what when i was little <coughs> excuse me i had to fall asleep watching the tv oh i used to put tv on to help me like distract myself yeah i used to watch braveheart my mum and dad would put braveheart on for me with amanda holden no braveheart that's wild at heart yeah I wish it was wild at heart. I watched Mel Gibson get like drawn and quartered. That's like what would help me get to sleep. And the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh. Which is weird as well. Well, if I, I don't, I didn't do anything weird like that. But like I would, if I'm lying in bed and I can't get to sleep, I turn the light on and off every time I hear a sound just to make sure. So I turn the light on in my room, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. And I will always do that. Yeah. But that's the only like I don't I'm too I think I'm too afraid to get up and do any like weird rituals. What do you We think? have a friend. Oh yeah. You and me. I'm not gonna disclose them. I know they're listening. Friend. They do a routine before they go to bed where they check the wardrobe under <gasps> the bed. Yes, I know the friend. And the cupboards. because they just, it's just like a routine before yeah, getting into bed. They just want to check everything and make yeah. sure nothing's lurking around. You know who you are and I know for a fact you're listening and I hope you like your mention. <laughs> spooky you better be listening on the way to work yeah and we want to know when you get into work what you think of this all the way home okay don't know how long this is not too long i was gonna say something 
I had another like little like tidbit. Do you have any more story? Tidbit. That's food that you give oh, the shit. dog. <laughs> I have another little bit of tidbit. I had another little story. Or like a comment to make. I love scariest. Do you know what's weird? Like I, I'm terrified on my own at home and like all this spooky stuff, but I love horror movies. Oh my God, same. I love Thought Park Fright Night. Like I'm, I want to go to Tully's farm. Like I love being terrified when I know it's not real. Yeah. I'm fine like being with other people. Mm. Like I could be with you and watch a really scary film and sleep like so fine. Like sleep like a baby depends how my anxiety is flaring up but yeah. yeah same it's when i'm alone i can't like i watched night stalker by myself mm. and that's not obviously like to do with ghosts or anything like that but i watched like a few episodes by myself like late mm. at night and i was so scared like and mm. i was like he's dead like why am i scared but yeah it would it's not even in this country out. no but it creeped me out and i was like oh god but if i'd watched that with like someone else and it's someone fine. else was in the house i would have been absolutely fine the overthinking, yeah, isn't it? and being alone. With Do your you remember it, that thing that came on out on Netflix recently? It was a three-part movie series, mm. the um, nineteen eighty-eight <gasps> Fear Street. Fear Street. Oh, I loved. I it. I watched all three of those all on my own as because Mum went out, oh. and I was just sat here like I cannot get off the sofa until Mum gets home because I'm too scared to move. Yeah, it's not wanting to move, and that isn't even based on true stories. That's just made up. But I, I thought that was so good and so clever. Mm. I watched it with Izzy though, so I wasn't scared. Because we would laugh about it. it as well. Like, What I, one was your favourite? I like the second three. one. I really like the second, second one. one was by second, far but my I favorite. love that kind of old. Yeah, yeah. It's the era I kind of like. It's the like 80s, isn't it? No, I like the it? third one. Oh, that kind of era oh. of like a, t- a period drama. No, that was good too. And the twist. Don't want to ruin it for people that haven't seen it. But the twist, kind of like oh, who the bad guy is, yes. is so good. Actually, I like that two and three lead into each yeah. other again. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I really enjoyed it. I didn't love think it I would. Me. I thought it'd be too teeny for me. Yeah, so did I, because it kind of had that kind of branding, yeah. didn't it? And I but didn't. It's not. No, but I really enjoyed it. So I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, watch it if you haven't. It's yeah. really worth a watch. What I was gonna. This is literally what I was thinking about, and you reminded me of it. If you were awake in the house, mm. this is like whether you're kind of like a fight, a flight, or a freeze kind of person, and you heard someone you knew it was a person, like what would you do? I often think about this. So if someone was in the house and I heard them, mm. so what? But they didn't know were... I was there, or they knew I was there, but they weren't in my room yet. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've got a lift up. Well, now they're going to know if they're coming to kill me, but I've got a lift up bed. Yeah. So I would lift it up and get under and hide the thing where they can't lift it up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or I'd go out the window. I've got um some good windows that yeah. I could get out of. You could get out without hurting yourself. I'd look for Barnaby first. That's what I was literally going to say. I'm in a bungalow, but I wouldn't leave unless I had peanut. But peanut's near me all the time. But the good thing about the cats is I could let them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanut would freak out and then she'd probably go to the person. She'd probably be like, hey. Yeah, she'd be like, Hi. What are you doing here? <laughs> Love me. Oh, peanut. Yeah, I think I used to always think this. I think that if I, my house is so small. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, I couldn't even really run anywhere. But if someone came in to the front door, I would just try and climb out the window. Mm. If I couldn't do that, I would run to the bathroom with peanut and just lock myself in. What if they broke phone. the door down? I just have to be like, hope it buys me some time locking it. 
terrifying i hope this never happens i know i hope it never happens i just always like to th- i always am interested because you don't know until something happens to you what your fight or flight yeah, will be yeah. what your reaction is like you just don't know and they say it's fight or fight but then there are people that literally just freeze and mm-hmm. they would just stay in their bed like love you to bits but izzy's a freeze mm. we've had things before where like something's happened or going on and it's like we need to move and she's just there like frozen mm. Like, I think I don't know it depends on the situation there was a situation once when we were all out like a group of us mum yeah. and other people and this little girl was with us and um she was we were all waiting to go on a ride and this little girl walked on a bench and fell and split her forehead open mm. and there was blood everywhere and everyone was panicking so the little girl's older sister was like trying to calm her down and yeah. her dad was trying to calm her down. My mum was freaking out because she was covered in blood because mm. she was trying to stop the blood because she yeah. was the one looking after. And then um, the younger brother, it was his birthday and he was like freaking out because he was like 12 at the yeah. time. So he was not well equipped to deal with the situation. Mm. And I felt I was the only one that was calm enough to speak to 999, yeah. call the ambulance, discuss what was happening. And I was like hi, you know, we've had an accident, we needed an ambulance, this little girl, she's, you know, split her forehead open, it's bleeding everywhere. And they were like, okay, how much blood? And I was like, mum, how much blood do you think she's lost? And mum's like, tell them this. I said to her, mum, shut the fuck up. (laughs) How much blood? A cup? Two cups. She was like, I don't know, two cups. Like freaking out. And I was like, shut up, calm, relax. And this it was fine heads bleed more yeah no they do they say but i was the only worse. one that was calm like dealing with the situation everyone else was like in their own manic bubble somewhere yeah, yeah. else dealing with something and i was like i'm really proud then yeah i wasn't freaking out like i think if like i'm quite i can be quite squeamish but if somebody needed my help or if i needed to be like strong in a situation i would always be that person that would look after i would take control and yeah. be like right turn them on their side oh sorry let's get them like let's sort this out let's do this do that i would take lead I think. yeah i think sometimes it's good like some people have the ability to take the emotion out of it for that split mm-hmm. moment i think i'm good at that and you need to even if you really love the person you've got to, to put like the emotion to the side and just be like practical yeah i think I, i'm good at i'm really good at that yeah and, and then, then afterwards it affects you You're i like, would oh have God. the adrenaline and the shakes yeah. and the like what the like process what yeah, just yeah, happened yeah. because i was in a completely different you mindset. block it out yeah yeah and then when it hits you afterwards and the adrenaline goes away and then you get the shakes and yeah, you're yeah. like oh, what happened oh, for sure i think that's how i react as yeah. well but i don't i've never been in a criminal situation apart from that break-in and yeah. i was crying i you cried right. that was my first when mum woke me up like we're being broken into i cried were they there when your mum woke up yeah we caught, oh she got she caught them she's a very clever woman she stayed silent let them steal things so she could call the police and the police could come in silence and and they found the person. One got away and one um, got caught, rammed down. A, well, he was on a mo- motorbike and um, ran over the policewoman. And then on the person... Ran over the policewoman? With the motorbike, knocked them down. Bloody hell. And on the phone, the uh, what they called? The people on the other end of 999. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. The helpline. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, policewoman down! Oh Get an ambulance And there was like, two police vans two police cars <gasps> dog and it was like three in the morning and i was like uh what happened that's traumatizing traumatic and then do you know what's funny my friend florence if you're listening she was with me yeah and like three years before she was also at my house when we were broken into again <gasps> like i was like it's you you can't come to my house <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault <laughs> she's what's the one i'm looking for 
bad luck. No. <laughs> I love you, Flo. I'm sorry. You're not bad luck. Bad omen. That's it. Omen. That's so funny. I, like, this was not even long ago. This was just before I moved out of my family home into my own place. And I was laying in bed and I'd slept for a little bit. And you know, it was like light sleep. And then I'd mm. woken up and I could just hear like someone like downstairs. And it was like they were ripping cardboard. And we had yeah. a few like Amazon parcels like downstairs and like banging things and like pottering around. And I thought initially that it was my dad like cooking or like, I don't know, late night snacking. I don't know. And I was like, that's weird. And then I kind of just sat there for a little bit longer. And I was like, that's not my dad. Story. Yeah. I was like, that's not my dad. Like, that is not my dad. A, he wouldn't be so loud. There's no light on downstairs. I couldn't see a light. I I know. There was no light on downstairs. Um, And it was just incessant. Like, continuous, like, little bangs. And, like, I don't know, just someone, like, rumble, like, rustling around. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, i got to get up. I got up, grabbed Peanut, and, like, wrapped her into my jumper. Because I had, like, a jumper on. And then I went into my dad's room. Didn't even knock. I literally... (laughs) opened the door and slammed the light on and he went and (laughs) I went I think someone's downstairs and he got this is what gets to me about like some people is my dad literally threw the duvet off got up and ran downstairs without asking me anything without a second thought maybe when you're a parent it's different you've got like a different instinct his instinct was fight yeah and that baffles me but it wasn't even like a little bit of a let me grab no something hesitation. to fight he with just went yeah into the, into the fire and he literally thought he believed me straight away he thought someone was downstairs he was like okay and like got up and like ran downstairs with like underwear what on have you been dreaming it i know imagine it he went downstairs i was like at the top of the stairs, obviously, because if I had to, like, if my dad was like, oh, like, someone's here, like, <laughs> I wanted to be like, back up, you know? <laughs> I got your dad. It'd be a peanut. And um, I waited there, and then I saw him, like, turn the light off, and I just died inside. I was like, fuck off. I haven't imagined this, have I? Like, what the fuck? And then he started walking upstairs. He goes, what the fuck are you on? Like, he was like, there's no one there. And then, thankfully, we heard a noise at the exact same time, and then I saw a black shadow like run across the hall and I said to him oh my god I think it's a cat and he was like oh and he went in into our living room and it was hiding behind our sofa and it was like a big it was a big it was a healthy looking like fat black cat and it had got through our cat flap and our cat flaps weird so we don't have a cat we just came with the house our cat flaps weird so you can kind of come in it but you can't come out of it So it came in. You can change the lock on the door. I know, but we've always just had it properly locked. Mm. But I think after sla- like shutting the door, some, it just goes. Right, yeah. um, and the plastic in the cat flap was broken. So it's obviously the pa- like the tapping I heard was it trying to get out. Oh. I know. So my dad fed it some chicken and then let it out. So did it, it eat the chicken yeah it did and it was fine what like, a greedy fat cat was like mm, thanks for the chicken and it was like it was getting in like it was t- like touching the amazon part like it was obviously just having like a, it, it was just trying to find a way yeah. to escape it was like what is this space i'm trapped it's exactly yeah. and oh. then lucky bloody cat because i've got a staffy in that house and a chihuahua she probably wouldn't have done much damage mm-hmm. but like this like lucky that like, he wouldn't have done anything i don't think but if he'd come downstairs and the cat would be like <laughs> and then he'd been like what the fuck is this in my house that could have been really scary it could have been fatal maybe yeah who knows whoa whoa but yeah it was a cat i got the cat story <laughs> now i'm all sad i want my baby they're here where they are they're in love with me they're somewhere in the house okay this was time to sign off it's time to sign off well this, this has, has been, been traumatic this has been a journey 
this has been a fucking journey. This wasn't even the podcast we were going to do. No, we... We can just say we were going to do, like, conspiracy theories or, like, crime. Like, a, like not say a true crime, like, not be true crime podcasters. I think we need to prep but... a bit more for that. So maybe in the next season we'll plan a bit better and we'll do, like, some conspiracy theories yeah. or something crime-related, case files. Yeah. I think when we have more time, we could we could just do one case or like one conspiracy theory and just like know a lot about it mm. and then be able to discuss it. I just think we wanted to do it and then we thought, look, we don't want to say things that... Aren't true or yeah. get it wrong or miss facts. We really want to do it well if we're going to do that. Exactly. Because we really like that. So we thought we'd just do spooky stories instead. Because Halloween is yeah. coming around. Yeah. A week in two days. Would we have a podcast out? Yeah. Oh my God. So on Sunday, it's going to be Halloween. So this is going up the right week. This is going up on Tuesday. Yeah. So this oh, is like the last podcast for This Halloween. is actually perfect. It is. So have a lovely Halloween. Have a spooky, spooky day. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, oh we can say it. We have over 100 followers yeah, on our Instagram, on Instagram now. And like well over 100 listeners. Yeah. This is amazing. We're doing so well. So thank you. So thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And um, oh wait, I have to just say this. The music was shit last podcast, okay? Because it was it too wasn't. quiet. It was too we're quiet. still figuring out. We're not the techies. No, we're not. Figu- we haven't figured it out, and it's not all going to be the same because we're working we're out. We're all going to go and listen now. Sorry, but just do it. And like, if, you, if you have feedback, give me feedback. But we want the intro and outro to be perfect, so it's going to be a bit different until we get it how we want it. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be fine. Oh, I hope this wasn't too much of a a messy episode. But we love a bit of a mess and a bit of a it's drama. It's a bit messy. Am I the drama? Am I the villain? Am I the drama? Don't think I'm the drama. I don't think I'm the drama, but I like it. <laughs> but we think, you know, like, a bit of a messy episode is better than no episode. Yeah, for sure. Well. So, yeah. We love you guys. Have a good week. Have a great Halloween. And see you next week. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye.